You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hear that? Is that America cheering or a sausage patty sizzling to perfection? It's time to cheer for Egg McMuffin and fresh cracked eggs at McDonald's. It's time to wake up to the aroma of freshly baked biscuits and treat yourself to a real honest-to-goodness morning meal. Breakfast, it's on at McDonald's. Now enjoy a large iced coffee for just 2 bucks and a breakfast sandwich to make a meal. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on WMR.fm, episode number 416. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is my company senior SEO, Scott Vanak. Having a good day, bud? I am. Good afternoon. I, uh, I, I'm having a weird day. I've actually, you're not going to believe this, trying my very first ever pumpkin spice latte. I'd never had good one. for you. And only You're because good. Lindsay happened to just bring me one. And it's weird when it's not, I'm used to black coffee and the sweetness is, I don't know, I'm not sure if I'm digging it, but we'll see. Yeah, it is very sweet. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Well, I actually talked to John Carcutt yesterday for all those listening, and um, he may come back on the show occasionally. So I'm hoping that's the case. And either all three of us will do it or I'll give Scott a break. We'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, it could be, um, you know, good on both hands. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I, but I think we're going to start off with interviewing him. We've ever done that. I think it'd be uh, really interesting. He's, as everyone knows, who's been listening to the show for years, uh, He's got a lot to share and it's a totally different perspective from ours, our, our sort of small business perspective, small medium business. He's corporate enterprise level and, uh, you know, places like nj.com is what he does SEO for newjersey.com. So it's very interesting stuff. I did. We had a good call. I'll, I'll have to get some, well. I'll have to get some really tough questions for him then. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for creating the show notes today. I was in sales calls up to this very moment. So um, you have command, a big it's... search ranking algorithm update. Oh dear, not another one. <laughs> I know, like this is definitely the summer of updates, isn't it? I feel like every show we're talking about the latest updates and that seems unusual, but 
Uh, Barry Schwartz over at Search Engine Roundtable reported uh, earlier uh, the week of September 27th that there was a big Google search ranking algorithm update on September 24th or 25th. And that's basically all I've got. Nothing has been confirmed. <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, nothing's been confirmed by Google. There was some chatter in the, uh, in the communities about that and the, you know, the various uh, forecasting tools like SEMrush and MozCast, they all show some activity. But you know, I went through and looked at every single one of our clients' uh, analytics accounts to see if I noticed anything unusual. And I really didn't. You know, I saw one client whose traffic went down a little bit for two days and then bounced back, but that could be a weekend-related thing or something else. And another client whose traffic actually went up about 20% and seems to have stayed there. So maybe a result of this update, but I would have expected to see it more. If it's this big update, I would expect to see it more widespread than two clients. So uh, I don't know. Uh, even the, the comments on Barry's post don't say a lot about this update. There isn't a lot of chatter there. So I would actually like anyone that has seen a big change happen on that weekend. I think the 24th was a Friday, if I remember right. Uh, go into our Facebook group and, and let us know what you experienced. Maybe share some screenshots if you want. Um, uh, let us know what you think, because currently I can't find any information about it with any level of useful detail. So this is more of a, a call for help than it is a reporting <laughs> of the news. Well, I would think, too, it, it'd be good to know if someone does share what industry they're in, because these updates tend to target specific industries as of late, um, or at least certain search intents, uh, maybe you know, your money or your life kind of stuff, or... Um, tourism, travel, uh, there's a whole number of things it could be targeting and, and that may be why we're not seeing it. I mean, we do have some tourism clients, but mainly uh, we have nothing that's certainly uh, a general target for Google. So that's probably why we, we skirt around any of the issues um, most of the time, knock on wood. Uh, hmm, interesting, well, uh, what's new? There's always something and, and good old Barry's good at uh, outlining them. So we'll see what happens next. Absolutely. Search results are more visual. So apparently there's been some updates to Google search results. Funny, they must be so small because I haven't noticed anything significant. Yeah, I haven't seen anything myself and I tried to bring this up. Uh, aside from the search engine land post, which I actually think was also written by Barry. He's really everywhere, isn't he? He is, um, he does. So yeah. It's nothing but right. No, so they uh, earlier this week as well, I guess the week of the 27th, I should say, because I don't know when you guys are listening to this. Um, it was launched, Google is apparently calling them image universal blocks. And the way they look to me, at least in the example in the search engine land article, <laughs> is if you think about your WordPress or your blog, where you've usually got your main category pages or your main blog page, where you've got a big image, the headline and a little blurb, it kind of looks like that, but in search results. So at least on mobile. So I'll be curious to see what happens with that. It sounds like largely they're showing up with terms that uh, have the word idea as part of the search term. So like painting ideas, for example, uh, it's something that would bring up results that are generally graphical. Uh, they're also appearing for apparel related queries, apparently. Uh, again, I can't seem to replicate it on my end. Uh, it could be a US versus Canada thing. It seems to be uh, the way of a lot of these changes, but uh, it could be something to watch out for anyways, and maybe reinforce the value of image optimization on your site as well. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I, I don't know why I chose to do this, but I was trying to just randomly think of an, uh, a search to do. So I thought, well, New York hotels, 
And um, when I did that, I was surprised to see a very different map. Uh, oh, maybe it's not very different. It's just the way they've overlaid the dot, the rates and stuff, and how it's listed. But if you try that, it's it's a map on the right instead of above in the local pack, and uh, all the rates and stuff are showing for all the various hotels, which is good. Oh, um, I see that as well. Yeah. It is uh, um, sort of unique. I've, I haven't seen that before. I'm not, I haven't exactly been looking at traveling lately. <laughs> no, no, it's not on our, our radar right now, that's for sure. No. So uh, anyway, I, I know a lot of people are. In fact, we, we get a little jealous hearing about people just traveling without any whim, just going for it. And it's not my cup of tea right now, but I think, uh, good for them as long as they're doing it safely. Um, all right. So some changes there. That's that's always interesting to watch. Um, I never know whether or not it's just going to be a, a long-term test or whether or not it's just a step towards more changes, but uh, we'll keep an eye out for you. Yeah, you never really know. But uh, I guess I should say uh, one thing to keep in mind is probably the best bet if you want to try to take advantage of it is to optimize for images a little bit. And I'm, you know, just a few little tips on what you guys can do. Uh, you know, first of all, make sure your images are relevant to your content kind of goes without saying. Uh, make sure your file names are relevant, have a small file size so that everything loads nice and quick, have uh, relevant image alt attributes in place, uh, use responsive images where you can. Uh, if you are using something like WordPress or a lot of other content management systems, they will do this for you. But if not, you know, make sure that you are sizing images based on screen width, that sort of thing. Uh, incorporate a caption if it makes sense to do so and make sure you include image information in your structured data where applicable so that's great for uh, product markup and recipes and all kinds of things so uh, really focusing and, and hitting home with some of that stuff will, will maybe help if this ends up being a, a long-term uh, improvement at google awesome okay Next up, the about this enhancement, yet another enhancement. Now, I, I, I think we covered this a while back, but it is, um, right, it was launched in February. Uh, so what happens is if you do a search in mobile and the first, know, whatever ranking you're looking at, typically there's, a, a, what do they call it, that, that thing? Um, is it an ellipsis? No, that's if it's horizontal, isn't it? Yeah, so vertical three dots, dots essentially all above each other. Um, if you click on that right next to the listing, it'll give you an about this result, uh, about this result detail. It just talks about whether or not it's secure, any kind of basic information about where it's coming from, whether or not it's listed in Wikipedia. Uh, and apparently it's now including ranking information as of July. Some terms appear in the result, other websites with your ter search term that link to the result, languages, geographic region. And it is recently, I guess, it didn't give a time here, um, expanded further to include more information about the result, uh, like uh, more about this page. And uh, you'll sometimes find web results about this page. Huh. Um, unfortunately, there is no way right now to report to Google if the results are accurate. Uh, this feature has been used 400 million times since February. Eh, not many. You know, it's, <laughs> it's funny. You know, 400 million sounds like just humongous. It sounds gigantic. And then I was looking at the numbers and since it launched, there have been approximately 1.3 trillion searches on Google. So <laughs> suddenly, suddenly 400 million seems a little bit small. 
I think the math worked out to roughly one in 3,000 people searching are clicking on, and I just looked this up, a vertical ellipsis, who knew, um, to find that about information. So it is being used, but certainly by a small percentage of total users. Hmm. Okay. I was looking back in our history to see, we, see whether we talked about this, but I don't see anything. Anyway, um, on that same page at Search Engine Land that talks about this, uh, the uh, you called it a vertical ellipsis, did you say? A vertical ellipsis, the three dots. Okay. Um, anyway, on that same article, it talks about shoppable search. Uh, they're making it, apparently Google has made the search experience more quote unquote shoppable for apparel related queries. Uh, that's all interesting and all, but what I, uh, what it triggered to me was something that was discussed recently and it was causing quite a bit of chaos. Uh, apparently Google is going to be, uh, presenting sh sort of shopping details for cars soon and, uh, essentially taking a, a huge chunk of the traffic away from auto dealers. Uh, I feel like we talked about this before, but I can't find the notes. So I'm just going to go ahead here. Um, at any rate, this is really a big concern. Um, uh, auto dealers, you know, they live and breathe by that traffic coming to their site for people doing uh, price comparisons, looking at more information. And if Google takes that away from them, um, that's going to be a dramatic impact. Uh, I think the comparative had about uh, which business was it? I think it was travel saw a 60% decrease in traffic when Google started doing all the price comparisons and everything within search results. So uh, yeah, once again, they're, they're going a little overboard in terms of making Google that much more effective for users, um, but certainly going to be uh, causing issues for others. Anyway, um, it does look good though. I can't give them, I can't go against that. And from a, a user's perspective, it's probably going to help as well. And I apologize if I repeated myself, but it certainly uh, is worthwhile if I did. I, I don't believe uh, I've, yeah, I don't believe I've spoken about that with you. So okay. and if you did, it was some time ago, maybe with John or a guest. Yeah, it could be. There's so many, I'm on a few podcasts. I do a few podcasts now, so it's good to know. Anyway, um, what is next here? Yeah, so uh, John Mueller was talking a little bit about self-referential canonical tags and how they can help clean up small SEO mistakes. So over at Reddit, somebody had asked about uh, self-referencing canonicals and what the difference between those and normal canonicals are. And this well, isn't- are they first? Okay, so a canonical tag is a tag on a page that references or, or is used to help eliminate things like duplicate content and things of that nature. So for example, if you have a shopping page and you are sorting your, uh, maybe you have shoes and you have different search criteria, sorting criteria that sorts by size or by color and creates unique URLs, you would place a canonical tag referencing a top level page for all of those individual duplicated pages. So Google says, ignore all these other pages. This is the main page we wanna index and rank. So you may have variables at the end of your page, whatever.com slash shoes, question mark, sort equals whatever. And all those other URL variations will then be referenced to uh, slash shoes, for instance, if that makes sense. And so if you have those, those are normal canonical tags and that's good. You want those because you don't want that duplicate content to be indexed or ranked, really, you want the one variation of the page to be ranked. And a lot of people back in the day would 
not worry about self-referencing canonical tags. So if you have a page slash shoes, you they wouldn't put the canonical tag on there pointing to slash shoes because it's pointing to itself. And what John has said is that, uh, and this is a quote from him on Reddit, I believe, uh, since you don't know how people link to your pages, a self-referential one, canonical tag, helps to clean up small mistakes. So if I link to your website and I add, for whatever reason, some weird variables to the end of my URL string in the link, that can cause a different version of your page to be indexed, and it can send some of that link value to the wrong version. If you have a self-referencing canonical tag on that page, that eliminates the problem. The incoming link is then uh, directed essentially to, even though it may not load, Google will reference the proper canonical link as opposed to the incorrect link. So it, it consolidates all forms of the URL to that URL, to, to the one you want it to be, almost homogenizing it, right? There we go, that's better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I kind of got lost in my description there. Hopefully it made sense to somebody out there. Um, yeah, so let's uh, take a quick break and we come back, we're gonna talk about Chrome-based spammers. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. 
With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on WMR.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my company senior SEO, Scott Van Eck. So the question is, can Chrome-based spammers impact core web vitals? Now, this all comes about because uh, Google uses what's called um, uh, field data from Google or Chrome use. And as a result, um, and that's just from general use. So if there's any problems with accessing your site on a regular basis, it bears some concern. Does Google see that as being an issue that they should be worried about? And are you then in contravention of, you know, are you doing a good enough job with site speed? So, uh, that is a, a significant issue. And, uh, Someone posed this question quite well to John Mueller. He says, in the recent week, we've seen a huge increase in direct spam traffic on some of our websites coming from all over the world using Chrome as a browser. Uh, the spam traffic is very slow. We're a bit concerned about Chrome metrics that are used to evaluate page speed and rankings. Is Google aware of this? Is there something that we can do? So if it is a contributing factor, does, uh, you know, does that mean that Google might think less of that page. Now, what does Roger say here, Scott? Uh, so Roger had said uh, the browsing from, oh, this is, do, do, do I want to make sure I'm reading the right spot here? His basic interpretation of the underlying question is that, is it possible to launch a negative SEO attack focused on poisoning core web vitals and thereby affect a known ranking factor? This is a, okay. He's mentioned that uh, the data, is what Google calls field data and is what is used to calculate the core web vitals score that is subsequently used as ranking factors. And All then, right. yeah. And then do you want to 
handle John's answer or do you want me to give her here? <laughs> well, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll get to the, um, so he says, um, uh, well, okay. You know what it comes down to? I'm not even gonna bother. What it comes down to is that, uh, it's probably not going to be an issue. Um, he does not expect it to cause any problems. Uh, however, you know, if you're really concerned about that and this person, uh, if this person was really concerned about it, he'd be willing to pass it on to the Chrome team so they could take a look. Uh, he says, quote, we see all kinds of weird spam traffic all the time, and our systems are pretty tuned to avoid that kind of thing. It's sort of a uh, probably not slash it depends. <laughs> it depends being kind of the uh, the sole answer to anything you ask Google. It always comes down to it depends, doesn't it? it hmm. <laughs> there was one interesting part there, though, that um, noted in the article was if the spam that they're dealing with is bot spam, Google should be fairly good at interpreting that and, and eliminating it, not worrying about it. But then what happens if somebody is paying a big group to manually go in using the actual Chrome browser and try to manipulate things? And it comes a bit fuzzier because it, it would be, in a sense, a legitimate actual user and not a bot, even though it had, they had bad intentions. So I, I could see why John, in his response, starts off by basically saying, I don't know, even though it's pretty clear he thinks it will not help or sorry it will not cause any issues but maybe it could so i wonder if uh maybe they're aware that there is potential there and and maybe working to close holes yeah maybe it could be too that 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 field data is mostly just used for public facing data you know for testing um or you know for the lighthouse system that does the analysis of your pages and it just has something to compare against maybe they have their own tool that they use on a regular basis i don't know it seems to appear that or based on his response that uh that it is being considered as part of the algorithm now so we'll see i guess uh it's a good point and i'm sure someone's going to be on his tail about this to see if there's any clarity okay sitemap location in robot.txt inconsequential <laughs> I love little things like this. So oftentimes a lot of people ask very overthought questions. <laughs> um, when you have a robots.txt file, well, first of all, the robot.txt file is something you put in the root of your website or, well, I guess you can have it, you can have it in subholders, can't you as well? I believe you can, yes. Yeah, Not that I see people do that. No, to, to sort of specify things. But anyway, the robots.txt file is where you can put in, you know, blocking, which, which sites you want to block, um, uh, such as, um, excuse me, I'm getting texted by somebody who's trying to get in their door. I'm trying to help them out while I'm talking <laughs> <laughs> at the office. Anyway, um, you put in there, you know, block, uh, Baidu search engine, block this bot, block this bot, uh, block, uh, this SEO research tool, all these things that can take bandwidth out of your site. You can also tell, um, you can block specific sections of your site, specific pages from being uh, indexed or even seen, all this stuff, it can be done there. Uh, it can all be seen, I should say. It's not like it's in stone. This is our suggestions that you'd like search engines to follow. Um, and it's, uh, you know, it is useful. One of the other things you can do is add where your XML sitemap is. An XML sitemap is a coded page, an XML, that um, outlines all the different pages on your site that you want indexed and when you want it indexed and in what order. It's it's only a recommendation. Google doesn't take it to you know heart completely, but it is uh, it's a good practice. Anyway, where you put it in with the robots.txt doesn't make a difference. Is what this all comes down to. 
Uh, very simple. I mean, what uh, you said you you wanted to there's maybe something to discuss about here. So, what do you think, Scott? Well, yeah, I just figured if you know we wanted to get into a little bit more detail about what the Exmo sitemap is, which you just did. Um, one <laughs> other one other note is you should also submit it to Google Search Console. But but yeah, I like tidbits like this because it's something that never even occurred to me. And I've never actually had this question from clients, even though we get all kinds of, of maybe not silly questions, but you know, simple questions like this. And um, I had never even considered that the location in the robots.txt file might've made a difference and well, it doesn't. So I guess that's good that I, I had the right mindset there. But uh, if you ever wondered, <laughs> if you ever wondered, does it matter? Should I put it at the top of the, the text file or at the bottom? Well, there you go. Do, do whatever you want. Doesn't make a difference. Perfect. So Christmas season's coming up and I imagine many people out there with e-commerce are starting to get their, their butts in gear to ensure they've got visibility. Um, I've just recently had a call with a, a wonderful uh, business owner who's you know going through some of the, the troubles of ensuring her website is, is functional. And in their case, their online site was supposed to be 100% their business. They did open a brick and mortar place just you know, just to sort of do what I, exactly what I would do would do, and that is to cover their ass to make sure they've got multiple income streams. And as it turned out, their bricks and mortar has done even better, which has been disappointing to them because they wanted their online to do better. Um, but you know, when I looked at their site on in this last call uh, right before our show, I discovered a few things. One was that the designers, uh, and I've seen this so often, said they do SEO, and they don't. I mean, there is a base, the most basic SEO possible uh, built into the site uh, and not even any local SEO. Uh, these are, a, this is a local business. You need to have your name, address and phone number of both their locations. As it turns out, they've opened another one in the footer. I mean, and, and just make things clear to people that there are alternatives and options. Um, also their search option uh, within their you know, valuable search option within their e-commerce isn't working on mobile. And they didn't know what percentage of traffic came from mobile versus desktop. That can easily be found from Google Analytics, but it does take knowing to look for it and to found it, find it. Anyway, it really brought to mind that all business owners out there who run e-commerce sites and and honestly have been thrown into the deep end thanks to uh, COVID and all of the, uh, the complexities that that has brought, they're having a tough time this year. Um, there's going to be a lot of people who just don't have the time or the interest to try and keep on top of this. Maybe they got a business grant to have one built. They just picked a company. They have no idea if the company did a good job. Uh, if that's the case and you're in that position, you know, it is coming up to October. It's not too late. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, I'm more than happy to uh, walk through a free strategy call with you and just see if there's anything that's missing. Um, again, it's a free strategy call. You can book it from our website, stepforth.com, S-T-E-P-F-O-R-T-H.com. And um, I just, I don't want to see anyone lose out on some simple mistakes that uh, really should have been caught. Anyway, just a public service announcement. <laughs> I just, yeah, it was it was sad because I know that Every design company seems to say they do SEO now, and, and I'm seeing some pretty, not always shoddy, but just very basic work, and it's just not good enough. Uh, there is a reason that uh, 
SEOs exist, the ones that just live and breathe this stuff. Uh, we don't miss all that uh, basic stuff and we go above and beyond. Anyway, I, I do wish everyone well um, that do have e-commerce and I hope everything's ready to go. Just let us know if you need any help. With that said, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing and my company senior SEO, Scott Van Ack, thank you for joining us today. Remember, we have a show notes newsletter you can sign up for at seo101radio.com where you won't miss a single miss and you can refresh your memory of a past show at any time. Keep in mind too that uh, we have finally got that running and fairly smoothly now, thanks to uh, uh, our new, uh, well, my, my new executive assistant who's, who's managing that. Uh, so thank you, Carlene. And uh, if you have any questions or any suggestions on how to make the show notes better, let us know. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes, which air every week on WMR.FM. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. And remember to keep fit and have fun. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.